0: You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSE has opened its doors for the first day of a new quarter. It's Wednesday, and yesterday's rally is all forgotten. With me for the opening is Nick Kunzer from Sandland Private Wealth. And Nick, the mood has changed suddenly, and it's not to do with people goosing up the market in the last week in order to make quarter end look any better, I don't think. I think it's just an act of randomness that we're, up with, we're down today, but... On the other hand, the mood has changed. I noticed Jim Acosta from CNN was talking last night in the early hours and he'd just been attending the Trump press conference the white house press conference and he said in all the years that he's been covering trump and been face to face with him so many times he noticed a notable shift in his mood the man was genuinely worried genuinely concerned and he hadn't seen that type of gravity in the president's face before and it seems the market took took that to heart as well at around seven o'clock this morning because suddenly the s p from went being down a little bit to down three and a half percent at one stage
1: Lindsay, good morning. Yeah, start of a new quarter, and uh, what a what a sort of start it is. A lot of red on the screen, and as you indicated, you know, coming in this morning, you know, we were watching our screens as you said uh, an hour or so ago. Uh, S and P futures were trading around twenty five, thirty, twenty five, twenty five. It seems to be a bit of a level around there on the twenty five hundred level. And then all of a sudden, because Asian markets weren't. That bad. The Aussie market was quite nicely in the green, and everything else was sort of a little bit choppy, but nothing, nothing too much to report. And then the selling sort of came in, and, and the risk-off uh, sort of mood, the tone, you can almost feel it looking at the screens at the moment. You know, we S and P now you know off almost three three and a quarter percent uh the, the the traditional save and sort of safe havens getting a bit gold bouncing back a percent oil back at 20 on the on, on the lows and of course the the dollar yen which has been the proxy recently um all of a sudden starting to get a bit too and, and if you have to even sort of peel the the layers back a little more too uh, look at our rand back above eighteen, eighteen oh two. Was out of eighteen oh five at one point. Yeah. And the other one, which you don't necessarily have on your screens, is uh, but one we all have to watch is the the South government bond tenure, year due in twenty thirty. That is now out by twenty two basis points to eleven one nine. So it'll be interesting to see if our if our friends at the Reserve Bank decide to come in and 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 provide a little bit more in inverted commas liquidity again. Because twenty-two basis points on the, on the first trade in the morning is, is not a good sign. I, I think we're starting to, maybe I'm going to jinx us, Lindsay, but maybe mm. this is the second wave. You know, we're not we're not out of the woods yet.
0: No. And again, the cynics will say, well, it was all to do with the all the envelopes that are going to be thumping on mats around the world with quarterly statements, end-of-month statements, end-of-week statements, all that sort of thing. Uh, they were trying to make it better, and now they've run out of ammunition. So maybe we come back and maybe we test the lows that we saw just um, two, two and a half weeks ago. Yeah, the South African 10-year bond yield on my screen is 11.12. Exactly right. Yeah. It's, it's gone from 9.5% to 13.5% came back down to about 11.5% after Moody's went to 12.5% and here we are back at 1112 uh, 12, having been below 11. Anyway the point is it's better than it was uh, but it's still 1.4% worse off this morning than it was yesterday or 15.5 basis points. So watch out for the South African Reserve Bank and I do hear that there is going to be a 100 basis point in- intermediate cut in between Reserve Bank meetings uh, for the repo rate taking us down to four and a quarter percent. That is a Strong rumor and gaining momentum. Okay, the markets this morning, Nick Kunzer. According to my screen, and you can interject if my quotes are way off. I've got the dollar rand at a horrible eighteen oh two. I've got the British pound against the rand at a terrible twenty two twenty five. I've got the euro rand at a gosh nineteen seventy nine. Let's call it twenty. If you go to the bank, it'll be more than twenty. Um, euro dollar uh, one oh nine eighty. That's a dollar that is, what is that? The dollar is stronger by around about half a percent. The Dow Jones last night in the United States was down 1.84 percent and is currently the future, the futures market is currently down just over 3 percent or six, uh, sorry, 550, no, is that 650 odd points there? (sighs) For Dow Jones futures, not good at all. S and P, yeah, the same thing. We've mentioned that earlier. Over three percent weaker. So across the board, we've got red and really big red going on here. The gold price is still below sixteen hundred, but is a one point one percent winner this morning, up seventeen to fifteen ninety five. The platinum price is barely changed at seven twenty two. The palladium price is what, Nick?
1: uh palladium this morning is down 2% uh or we'll call it $50 uh, sitting right on the 2300 level Two thousand three
0: hundred $1 <laughs> okay brent crude i never know whether it's the whether the futures month has changed because we've gone into a new month or what it is whether it's the backwardation or the contango but i've got a 2.4% downer uh, for brent crude now 2185 for brent crude oil is that correct uh
1: It is actually a little lower. It's now 20.30. uh, And North Sea is sitting at 25.20. So that's the one that's so you're getting that one actually selling off more. That's down four and a quarter percent.
0: See, I've got Brent crude here on on my screen. I don't know what month they're using. I must get a proper Brent mm. crude screen. I've got Brent crude at 21.85, down 2.4 percent, and that is the North Sea uh, blend, which is mm. uh, higher higher quality uh, and commands a premium to West Texas uh, intermediate. Correct. So let me just get that up there. So you've got West Texas at what?
1: Well, let me look it up here. Let's look at Brent crude. Yeah, North Sea. I can bring it up for you. Spot price. Me too. But what what is
0: your American, your American price, the one that you look at? So I look at the
1: futures price because that's the one that traded 24 hours. So forgive me, that's my sort of trading slant. Yes. Um, I've got the, the sort of the front month, which is currently May. Um, and I've got West Texas trading at $20.32. That's your main contract. Yeah. And that's down uh, 0.73. And I've got the Brent front month contract, which is May, which is the one you're looking at. Mm. Uh, currently, last trader price, 25.24. But it's in line with what you're saying is down four 4.25%. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I must be a a futures month away from the one that we're looking at. Yeah, West Texas, Mm -hmm. I've got 20.35, Brent crude 25.25, yeah. This is the price. Oh, there we go. This is the chart I'm going to be looking at in the future. Okay, uh, let's get away from that one. Looking at the Stock Exchange News Service this morning, anything coming out or is it the normal COVID-19 updates and uh, withdrawal of dividends? What's happening?
1: Yeah, pretty much that and and more. There's been very little. We do have those who are even, it's been such a uh, sideshow to everything to, to COVID-19, but we do, we do have total vehicle sales that are due out at 2 o'clock this afternoon. I don't know quite if that's worth watching or not. Uh, that's all I could sort of make out on the on the local on the local board. anyway, to keep an eye on.
0: Yeah, just looking at stock exchange new service Quilter uh, PPC no nothing. Uh, Colton and United from N an- Hows a Bush. I
1: saw. Uh, sorry, interjecting. That's just, okay. Just, obviously, going a little bit abroad, I'm trying to find some company news. I did see a note, um, and I've just got to confirm it from the um, from the the UK authorities saying that. Uh, that they're encouraging the UK banks to not pay any dividends. I don't know if you saw anything like that that was coming out this
0: morning. Yes, I saw that. It came out on, on all the good quality uh, newspapers. Mm-hmm. The Telegraph is the one I looked at. And so they're following uh, following every other company in the world, of course. Uh, trading statement from, uh, from TSO Blackstone, that's nothing to... Yeah, there's nothing that, that this morning. I think everyone's gone into their shells. We've had all the results. Mm-hmm. Now we have to batten down the hatches and just wait for the latest voluntary
1: trading updates,
0: which are going to be Ugly, Nick.
1: They are going to be ugly, and, and trying to. And interesting enough, I've I've seen a few notes from from analysts saying that South Africa is cheap as it's ever been, etc. But you know, I don't think we've quite factored in how bad the sort of drop in earnings is going to be. I mean, earnings have been ratcheted down, but I don't think they've been down uh, sort of ratcheted down enough. I mean, we've le- certainly from a South African point of view, you know, we we are almost more extreme in some other countries. We are shutting up shop there are no retail shops open aside shopping centers and the bare essentials like pharmacies etc um that are shutting down for almost a month so i think these a lot of these companies operate in a very marginal capacity there's not much there's not much cushion there and we saw we saw i think the start of it with mr price um and a few of them and and certainly Edcon, literally going to the wall um, I think they're going to be a lot worse than expected. So if you if you're starting a new quarter and, and you're listening here, just be a little bit careful when you look at some of these company earnings, or, or certainly some of the yields, even, because the cash flow I think, is going to be severely impacted. And we need to uh, to need to wait to see what comes out the other side. And it's far too early to even get a gauge of how bad they're going to be. But you're right; I think they're going to be terrible.
0: Mm. I noticed this morning on one of the international television stations there was one of their correspondents in Africa, notably in Pretoria on, on this particular morning, mm. rounding up pictures, quite disturbing pictures of police rounding up uh, the homeless people hundreds and hundreds of homeless people. And they weren't being nasty. They were doing, doing their job, making them keep uh, one and a half metres away from each other as they led them into a football stadium, stadium and isolating them from normal society, uh, putting them in the stands, putting them on the pitch, making them sleep uh, with all their meagre possessions one and a half metres apart. And it was one of the saddest things I've seen for a long time. And it's only inevitable that if one person uh, in that bedraggled group gets... COVID-19, the whole lot is going to get it. It was awful.
1: You no, know, the scenes locally, and, and, and we, we forget that, you know, I'm speaking to you now on my, my cell phone in my bedroom with a, with a hot cup of coffee. You know, it's always the most vulnerable, and, and certainly we notice it even more in South Africa with such a massive level of disparity between the rich and the poor, and, and such a high unemployment level, um, that if, if anyone's vulnerable, I mean, you talk about the the virus expanding through the US. I mean, you've got to think that some of these um, uh, sort of informal settlements that we have down in South Africa, uh, if if the virus, uh, the the COVID-19 virus gets into some of those, it's going to be so difficult to contain. And yeah, you're right. I mean, I I find myself being able to even watch some of these scenes that we're seeing on our local SABC channels. It's quite frightening.
0: It's something that I think is rather misleading. It says here COVID-19 cases are rising slower than expected. That's on the front page of uh, Business Day on their live edition, bdlive.co.za. Mm. Uh, I don't know if that's representative.
1: Is that giving us false hope? I don't know. Do I, think it's, I think it's as representative as you can possibly get in a country like this. But I mean, I've heard from, from various sources that the, the actions that have been taken by the, the current administration have been pretty quick. Yes. Um, and are starting. I don't know if you could say paying dividends is the right is the right word, but they're starting to certainly get a little bit ahead of it. Um, they've introduced 10,000 uh, volunt- sort of uh, health workers going around. I mean, we're expecting them any day now to come around to my apartment in Sands, and they're going to be literally ringing the doorbell and-, and testing all the inhabitants at home. So it sounds like a very big rollout, quite aggressive, quite ballsy. Um, and, I- and I think they-, they might be slightly ahead. It's just for now. And I've seen some of the graph projections compared to other countries. Good. And I think we're a couple of days ahead of where they were. So, yeah, uh, fingers crossed. Let's hope it carries on.
0: Yes, let's hope it does carry on. Let's have a look at some of the the, the movers. I just saw something that um, Fitch downgrades South African banks to junk. That would have been part of what happened on Friday, I suppose. Maybe this is just an erroneous flash that I've just seen on my screen. Have you got anything uh, along those
1: lines? No. I mean, the only headline I've got on the South African Reuters feed this morning is just a one line: South Africa's rand falls as global recession fears mount. You would have seen Iran north of 18, or you called them up this morning. You know, it's been a, I think it's further to go, quite frankly.
0: Yes, uh, it says here South African banks cut deeper into junk by Fitch on virus. And that was two hours ago from Bloomberg. And I've just seen it flash up on another screen as well. Um, Five South African banks cut deeper into junk by Fitch. That was one hour ago on businesstech.co.za. And so that's come out. Now, we had um, the interesting situation last night, and we were bemoaning the fact that there was a little bit of goosing going on with with (laughs) shares like uh, uh, Absa and Nedbank were were the ones that were in the teens to the upside, percentage-wise, anyway. But uh, what what are they doing this morning, the banks?
1: Yeah, funny enough, I actually Expected to walk in this morning and see Absa down far or 10%, so as Nedbank. But actually, they're not. Uh, Absa's down 0.84. Nedbank Stone Macros is actually up on the day by one cent. So I don't know. Uh, the pain to be felt today is is very much in 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 sort of the retailers and the property shares once again. You know, as we see, the South African government bonds continue that yield now back as you said uh, over 12 once again. Uh, and that has a direct knock-on effect to to certainly the REITs, and they're taking the pain on, on the boss today. And the retailers, of course. Uh, I mean, Wooly's 26 round 40. It's, uh, I think it's the low for the year now.
0: Mm. Okay. Um, the top five major movers that I've got here. Nick uh, ABN InBev up a percent to 7.97. British American Tobacco up 0.3 percent. MediClinic up 0.3. Aspen up very slightly, and TFG up very slightly. But they're the only ones on the board that are up. On the downside, Vivo down 22 percent. GrowthPoint down nearly 10 percent. MTN eight and a half percent weaker. Old Mutual down 7.6 percent, and Liberty Holdings down 6.2 percent. Two insurance companies at the bottom of the list there, mm. but uh, still significant losses. What do you think? Is this um, is this the start of the second wave, as we as we sort of suggested at the beginning of this conversation?
1: I uh, I hate to, to sound bearish because that's not what I do for a living, unfortunately, yes. but if I have to be brutally honest, mm-hmm. uh, which you do have to be in this game, is I think this, we're going to be grinding. And this might be a second wave of grinding lower. Um, I think the first wave that we saw, and we, you'll see the superlaptives doing the round from, from yesterday, you know, the fastest Dropping the you know on the Dow Jones, the worst quarter ever, the worst quarter, the worst quarter in the Dow ever. The worst, you know we go on and on and on. I mean, it was that bad. The one thing that stood out for me was, and and David uh, Shapiro and, and you and I were talking about was the speed of this. You know, it, it took it, during the this the set. The only other time this happened was during the Great Depression in, in 1929, and the market dropped. Um, it took 44 days to drop 30, or 28 percent. It's taken this particular time 17 days. Mm. It, it, I mean, it's unprecedented to the speed and the velocity of this drop. So coming back to your question, I think we've had the we've had the the bear market bounce back, and it was brutal for those who are on the short side of it. It was 20 odd percent straight back up in 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 literally three trading days. I think this is the second wave, but I think this one will be a slow grind. I think we'll have this. This won't be a. 17-day, this might be three, four, six months, and we just grind back down to lows. As I think, it becomes evident that, um, you know, shutting the world has a far-reaching consequences. And uh, as we said, those earnings are probably going to come out a little bit lighter. Uh, we haven't even touched yet, Lindsay, and I'm sure we will in the weeks to come. I mean, the credit side of things, I mean, there are going to be a lot of defaults, there will be a lot of debts, and and I think it's probably, probably uh, we'll see those coming through as, as time goes on. But yes, uh, I hate to say it, but this might be uh, part two coming up.
0: Okay, let's have a look at the JSC indices after 50 minutes of trading on this Wednesday, the 1st of April.
1: Okay, let's run through some of these numbers. As I said, it's uh, only a few things in the green. I'll just give you the green uh, stocks, actually. Aspen up uh, 1.7% at 94 rand, and British American Tobacco being a rand hedge, and Safe Haven up 1.45. But actually, going to the indices, Hmm. we have the JSC All share down 2.28%. Down just over a thousand points, forty-three thousand four hundred and seventy-seven. The top forty down two point two percent, eight hundred ninety-five points, uh, forty-three thousand five hundred fourteen number on that. And looking at the other ones, technology shares down one point oh seven percent. Energy shares uh, not doing too good either, two point four. Basic materials down two point six. industrials, 3.44% lower, and rounded off by the financials and the banks, which are taking a little bit of a pain today, down 3.5%. First trading down the quarter. Mm. There you
0: go. Okay. Nick Kunza, thanks very much for that. Uh, We'll speak very soon on the 5 o'clock shadow. Nick Kunza is from Sandlam Private Wealth, and that was the opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position,